This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Jim, you uh, sent me this story. We were talking a couple weeks ago on the air about uh, the beer mile. This is a race where you have to chug a beer every time you run around a track. Yeah, and I think you do it, I think you have to drink six beers by the time it's all done or something like that. And this is something similar, but is this guy... Is this part of the race or just something that this dude chooses to do on his own? This is just a personal goal, I think, that he's set. And his picture has gone viral of, of what he was doing. He basically ran a half marathon, sorry, maybe a full marathon. Yeah, it was a full marathon while he was chain-smoking cigarettes the entire time. So it was in China, uh, Guangzhou is the area. Uh, this was November 6th, so that's 26.2 miles. And he finished the the marathon in three hours and 28 minutes. Which, while hacking darts. While hacking darts the whole time. And that's an amazing time for like a, a, just a normal athlete. If you can get under four hours, that's really impressive. Three and a half is unbelievable, especially considering he was literally smoking almost the entire time. Was he lighting the next cigarette with the one he had going? You'd think... That would be the most efficient way to do it because if you had to, if you're running fast and you're trying to get matches or a lighter going, it would be difficult. You'd have to keep stopping, right? Yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen. I haven't seen video, but I have seen because yeah, you wouldn't be able to do it with a match. Not reliable enough because it would blow out. The lighter, maybe you get a Zippo, or maybe you know they have the water stations <laughs> for, for everyone else. Right? This guy's just got. A, a table with a carton of cigarettes on it, and yeah. somebody's got an All ashtray pre-lit. with pre-lit cigarettes going for him. So, and this isn't even the first time he's done that. In, in 2018, he, quote, blasted cigs during the Guangzhou Marathon, where he finished with the three hours and 36 minutes. So he's getting better. Not, I wouldn't recommend this, but I mean, no. imagine how good he would be if he didn't smoke. Yeah, this is like a swimming with a cinder block tied to you, right? Yeah, untie the block. And you're just... You're Phelps in it. This guy, this guy's finishing a marathon in an hour if he ever quits smoking. Yeah, yeah. The, he is actually getting criticized because the other ri- runners don't want a, the secondhand smoke. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> you, know, you know when you're just walking down the street and somebody's hacking a dart in yeah, front no, of you? Yeah, God. You cross the street sometimes. Yeah. You're running a marathon and a guy with chimney comes passes you on the left (laughs) blows it right in your face demoralizing as well this is the Taz and Jim podcast beer tax what is going on Jim Kelly uh beer is going to be a little more expensive by April 1st uh yeah so hold on what was that date April 1st this is not I know it's too far for an April Fool's joke I'm sorry this is real uh, the story behind these beer taxes is in 2017, Finance Minister Bill Morneau, Morneau put a 2% hike in beer taxes on the budget and then said, the new taxes going forward every year will raise the taxes based on the rate of inflation. So this isn't news, but knowing now that inflation is up 6% or so or something like that, could be up to 9% by April. They're saying uh, beer prices will go up for taxes, up 6.3%. Um, because it's not only the taxes, it's also other f- provincial and federal tax increases, operating costs. Beer is going up. So they're saying a 2-4 of Coors Original will be over $50. What? It used to be about 47 Those are premium prices. Mm-hmm. That's an import. And, <laughs> and a tall can of Coors at a Leafs game will now be thirteen thirty-five, which is you know where I thought it would be, but I think it's about $12 right now. Uh, at, a, at a Leafs game to buy a beer. Uh, so that means Crazy. that, th- by that note, then 
it'll go up next year, and then it will also, if inflation keeps going up, will go up the following year as well. Uh, I was just down in Florida last week, and it is one of the fun things to do while you're in Florida. Go into the, the grocery store, walk down that beer aisle, you get a two four for eighteen bucks. Now oh, that is unbelievable. Amer- that is American, but still, still you're paying less than thirty dollars Canadian. Yeah, for a case of beer. Mm-hmm. Now the counter argument is: Have you driven down the roads in Michigan? You know, you have the mo- that's where the beer taxes go. Hopefully, in Canada, is to fill potholes and to effective things because. That's what happens when people say, oh, the beer is good, but I my, my suspension in my Taurus is out of control. Yeah. But are the roads that great up here? <laughs> you know? I will say, though, I did go to that uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers game, and for a, a big can of beer, it cost around $14 U.S., mm. which, if you do the exchange, it sounds like, and I hate to say it, it sounds like you're getting a deal at... Uh, at a Leafs game, beer tax is coming. What April first? April first, and then the following April first, and for the foreseeable future, each year it'll go up. Unless I wonder if inflation goes down, doesn't that mean the beer prices go down? <laughs> I, I got a feeling they won't. I have a feeling they won't as well. Yeah. Government. This is the Taz and Jim podcast. Sexiest man alive, according to People magazine, is Captain America, Chris Evans. Good-looking dude. Yep. Yeah, I can understand it. Sure, America's ass. But this happens when you get named uh, Sexiest Man Alive, people want to start taking you down a peg. And there is a, a former lady friend of Chris Evans who is claiming that he, he once ghosted her for a petty reason. Yeah. She's kind of taking herself down a peg here. This is a weird story. She said she dated him for about a month. Not serious. Hung out with him a few times. And the final straw, the night before she was ghosted by him, she said she was over at his place with a couple of his buddies, and they were hanging out, partying, whatever. And she went into the bathroom, and she took a pee. And that day... She ate uh, a lot of asparagus, apparently. Okay, and then, you, you haven't mentioned who this is. Her name is okay, Jana okay, Kramer. Sorry. Yeah, you're right. She works with E! News. And she's, she was on One Tree Hill. She's a country singer, actress. She, you might recognize her from the show One Tree Hill. So Jana that's, Kramer. That's the woman who was, who was dating him for short term. So she says she went and took an asparagus pee in his bathroom at his mansion. And that when she went to leave the bathroom, Chris Evans was standing right there. He was ready to go in right oh, after. No. He went in there right after. And she said the vibe changed or something like that, and then she left that night, and then or she stayed over that night. They didn't fool around, but that morning she left, and she never heard from him again. Mm. Now and she thinks the asparagus pee was the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah, there. I think she's trying to gaslight him because I, I like asparagus. I like to fry it up. I'm, I barbecue it. It's great, and it does make your urine smell differently almost immediately. Yeah, and you go, oh, oh, I did. You're like, what is that? Oh, yeah, aspar- asparagus. You, do, but if you've never connected the two you might not even know like it's not so pungent that depends how much asparagus you eat (laughs) the more asparagus you eat the stinkier your pee gets true but i don't find that it lingers and and you know there's one thing like if you do a number two in somebody's bathroom that can be you know people can find that offensive or whatever be like disgusted by the smell and you hear that all the time like oh sorry there was no febreze I, i went to the bathroom i'm so sorry but i have never in my 35 years heard somebody who got a secondhand asparagus pee smell from when they went in the bathroom after some that is a situation that has never happened in my life or anybody I know's life. That's not true because my wife has asked me if I had asparagus 
after I've used the bathroom. Mythbusters. I'm writing this down for the people. Are you I'm gonna, gonna, are you gonna redo a test? I'm going to. You sit in a you sit in a stall. Bring asparagus in tomorrow. Okay, I would no. I, th- t- today I will only eat asparagus. No, no, you got to eat it the morning of. Because there's a quick turnaround on asparagus pee. I'm telling you. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll find out. We will find. If out. you start eating asparagus at five thirty tomorrow, by nine o'clock, you'll be stinking up the bathroom with asparagus pee. And I will never talk to you but again. But I need to. You're no, no, no. Ghosted. I need to do a mystery day. We need to do five days in a row, and then you have to guess which day I ate asparagus that morning. That's the only because we need a blind placebo test. Okay. Because you're going to say, "Oh, next of course weekend. I smell it." One day next week. <laughs> so I'm going into the bathroom after you pee every yeah, day. Yeah. Next in your week. words, you got to caboose it. I got to caboose it into the bathroom, yeah. be right on your tail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll let you know. If you've had asparagus that day. Done. All right. Okay. A little science experiment next week on the show. I will. Phones are ringing. Hello? Is this Taz and Jim? It is, yeah. Okay, I want to weigh in on the asparagus pee conversation. <laughs> okay. 100% true. Yeah. I'm going to tell you something. I know it does. Years ago, I went um, to the doctors because I thought something was wrong with me. And I said to the doctor... I said, my urine smells almost like sulfur, right? So he said, and what have you been eating that's different? And I had to really think about it, right? I said, well, I bought a whole bunch of asparagus because it was on sale. And he said, stop eating it for a few days, and I bet you'll be fine. Sure enough. Yes, I'm not denying that it does smell. It 100% does. But to what level yeah. would it have to be to make somebody never want to speak to you again? It sounds well, like a convenient... This woman, her pee smelled so bad she thought she was dying, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you could be a hypochondriac. It could be confusing. If you, It's like if you didn't know what that... You would be confused if it did all of a sudden smell different. I don't blame that. But yeah. I think what happened was Chris Evans wasn't into her. He decided not to talk to her again. And, an she needed, and she needed an excuse to tell her friends. But it could be a big turn off, right? You know, yeah. it could, it could, maybe. But and all of a sudden, it's like, oh my god! That's why for every uh, spear of asparagus I eat, I eat one ring of pineapple <laughs> to counteract it. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be smart, you guys. <laughs> Bye. So next week, Jim, we're we're talking about Chris Evans, sexiest mm-hmm. man alive. There is a uh, E News reporter, Jana Kramer, who says she went on a couple dates with him, and she thinks she got ghosted because she took a stinky as- asparagus pee in his bathroom, mm-hmm. and he smelt it. Jim's not buying it. He doesn't think asparagus pee can be that stinky. So next week, I know it is stinky, but that stinky. One day, Jim is going to eat asparagus mm-hmm. before the show starts. And he he is going to pee in the bathroom here at work. I am going to go into the bathroom every morning right after mm-hmm. him. And he doesn't believe I can identify the day that he eats the asparagus. I think I can. If you were standing next to me at the urinal, for sure. If you're in the shower with your significant other and you pulled the, the shower pee, rude move, for sure. <laughs> but... You know, if somebody comes into the bathroom a minute later, is it still there? And is it, could it be so disgusting you would never want to see them again? That That's the, the line I'm drawing. And how about this, Jim? Next week, I will eat nothing but beets. <laughs> I think <laughs> and, I'll be able to tell. And I'll, I'll leave it in the toilet. Yeah. And you, that's something that's happened, too. I had a friend who went to the doctor, thought they were dying. Um, it is terrifying. Because they thought they were bleeding out the back end. Yeah. 
And it turned out it was just uh, pickled beet season. <laughs> Especially if you eat dinner at like a, I don't know, a wedding or something. And you didn't make it yourself and you didn't yeah. know there was beets in oh, there. Oh, that's right. I yeah, had yeah. beets and asparagus. I'm going to live. <laughs> this is the Taz and Jim podcast. Jimmy's Jams is the game with a side of Tazzy's tunes, apparently. <laughs> there we go. Turn it up as loud as, as, loud it, goes. as it goes. Th- yeah. Okay, there we go. Sorry, it's on battery power, so it automatically shuts off if I wait too long. Okay. Well, uh, Jim's got his Casio keyboard ready to go. He's been learning some uh, songs on the piano, and if you can guess what song he's playing, there's how many songs? Three? Three, yeah. Three songs. Whoever gets the third one right is going to win the prize here. Mark, are you ready? I'm good, yeah, man. Okay, turn your radio down, listen through your phone. Here's Jimmy's Jams. Mark, do you know what song that is? Uh, can I get your help with the humming? Oh, 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 oh. Uh, Let It Be. By? By the Beatles. Yes, Let It Be by the Beatles. You didn't even have to use Tazzy's tunes there. <laughs> I thought that was going to yeah, be a I'm gimme. Done. I might need some help on the next one. For yeah. sure. <laughs> okay, that was Jim. Pretty good job. Okay, What's okay. the next one? Okay, how's this one? Okay. Oh, come on. That sounds like um, Don't Stop Believing by Journey. Yes, the two down, one to go. Wait, where are we? You start in the wrong spot? Yes. Wait, is this the next song? This is the next song. This is the last one. If you get this, you win the prize. Now remember, you can use Tazzy's tunes where I can hum or scat along to the piano playing to give you a better clue. Would you like to use Tazzy's tunes, Mark? Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to need it on this one. It is. This is not helping at all. But that's how the song goes. True, true. Uh, Do you have anything, Mark? Oh, man, I know the song. I just, ugh, I can't come up with it. I, I totally know the song. Uh, you're going to be kicking oh, yourself. Oh, tough one. I know, right? Sorry, pal. Okay, next up we have Trevor. Trevor, all you have to do is identify this song. Jimmy's Jams. Oh, I'm going to see who the guy was. What's that? 
I'm in the same spot as the other guy was. Ooh, See you later. Tip of the tongue. Mm-hmm. Kit. How are you, Kit? Hey, doing pretty good. What song is Jim playing on the piano here? That's uh, Matt Bellamy and Muse with Starlight. Whoa! Whoa he even knew one of the band me. members! <laughs> I, I am very impressed, Jim, with how far you've come on that Casio keyboard. Thank you. Very good. It looks harder than it actually is, to be honest. Listen, I've tried to do it, and I haven't been able to. Kudos to you for for sticking with it. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Lab-grown meat cleared for human consumption by the Food and Drug Administration in the United States. It's weird. Kind of grosses me out. Why? I'm assuming environmental and moral reasons, right? Because I guess it's still, like, they're using cells. So it is kind of a living organism, kind of. Not like the Impossible Burger meat, which is processed vegetables and and other ingredients. This is actual meat. This is lab-grown meat. Don't you just picture, like, an amorphous blob of cells, like, in a factory being like, (laughs) kill me, and then they make bacon out of it? Like Quato from Total Recall? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the guy who lives in the belly? Uh, Hey, it's me, Quato. Yeah, I don't know. Upside Foods, a company that makes cell-cultured chicken by harvesting cells from live animals and using the cells to grow meat in stainless steel tanks, yeah, it's not getting more appetizing, will be able to sell its products to market once it's been inspected by the U.S. Department of Agriculture, said a release from the Food and Drug Administration. Like, I guess the FDA has certain guidelines that it must follow and it must have passed those guidelines, but I, I don't feel comfortable eating this for, like, you know, 50 years maybe I'll have it. But you don't like, want to be the first guy to be eating the, uh, the lab-grown meat, just in case? Well, beef has stood the test of time. We know at this point, more or less, what happens when you eat beef. Uh-huh. This lab-grown stuff, and, like, food scientists... They can never make up their minds. Is milk good for you? Is eggs good for you? Is bread good for you? Like, it always goes back and forth. So one thing could be good for you, like this lab-grown meat could be fine for human consumption. Ten years from now, we could find out, oh, actually, it's terrible for your heart or gives you cancer. I would almost like to be served lab-grown meat without being told it's lab-grown meat. Kind of like the old Folgers, uh, the... Or the Maxwell House instant coffee commercials. Yeah. Where they're like, hey, how's your coffee? Oh, this is good. Uh, it tastes like the finest coffee in the world. Well, it's instant coffee. It's Maxwell House. Yeah, if somebody did that to me with lab-grown meat, I'd pull a Chris Farley on them. <laughs> what? But wouldn't you like to try it? Because if, you, if I knew it was lab-grown meat, I'm going to be overly critical. If someone served me a hamburger and then afterwards told me that was lab-grown, I'd be like, oh my God, that was the best hamburger I've ever had. I mean, maybe. I mean, you truly could never give an honest opinion unless somebody did pull that on you, but I feel like it'd be a dirty move. Especially a guy with allergies, Taz. You gotta be careful, bro. What if I'm allergic to lab-grown meat? (laughs) True. You never know. Okay, let me ask you this question, because this is kind of, it's almost like a science fiction style food, right? Okay. And you've seen this in movies. It's like Soylent Green. Okay, you got three options. You can eat Soylent Green. Okay, that's people. You can eat lab-grown meat, mm-hmm. or you can eat the uh, the protein bars from the movie Snowpiercer made out of the, the, the cockroaches. Yeah. yeah. So you, would you rather eat bugs, or would you rather eat uh, natural bugs, 
or lab-grown meat if you had to choose for a protein source? I think I'm leaning towards bugs because at least wow. it's natural. You know what I mean? At wow. least it like wasn't created in a lab. Yeah. I don't want to eat insects, and I know, and I'm sh- and I don't know that many. <laughs> I, I've heard there's things in insects that humans can't um, quite digest. Chitons or something like that. I don't know how to pronounce it. But So I don't think insects are going to save us either. But at least it came from the earth and seems like humans could evolve to eat them. Lab-grown meat has been cleared for human consumption by the FDA in the United States. We have posed the question. Futuristic food. You only have one choice. You can go with the lab-grown meat or you can eat bugs. We seem to be headed in this direction, right? Which would you choose? Give me the bugs any day, man. You're taking the bugs <laughs> over the lab grown. Uh, well, you know, there's a, a cricket factory out off the of veterans now, and they're uh, growing billions of crickets, and they're putting them in our food. So we're going to be eating them anyway, eventually. Hey, who's this, Taz and Jim? Hello, Taz and Jim. This is Frank Chinchilla. Frank. <laughs> The bugs, no questions about it. Really? Yeah. Are you surprised? Well, I, I, I am from El Salvador, and I lived in Mexico for four years, okay? So Mexicans have that quite extensive menu, I would say, of bugs. Huh. They, were actu- they were actually being tested by the UNAM, which is the, the, the main university in Mexico uh, City, and you have no idea the amount of protein and good stuff that is in these bugs. Have you been eating the bugs? I, I yes, I ate from grasshoppers, scorpions, and all, all kinds of stuff. Scorpions. And yes, and and they're actually they're actually pretty good though. I, I'll tell you that they don't taste like chicken. You know, like everybody says, it tastes like chicken. Well, isn't escargot? Isn't that just snails? That's bugs, That's right? Gross. That's a delicacy. I've never gotten into that. Oh, but I tell you, they're, they're delicious. And the first time I tried, like I was like, wow. I, I, I was invited to this uh, party, and it was nothing but just bugs and, like, weird stuff. And we even <laughs> eat, ate that day, like, a, a bull penis. You ate a, a bull, bull penis? What? So you will eat an organic bull penis, but if that bull penis is growing in a lab, Frankie's saying, nah. No, not at all. Like, no, all natural. Do you meet the bull first? Frankie, did you buy the bull a drink at least? (laughs) (laughs) No. I didn't buy nothing. I was just, everybody, everything was already there. How do they serve it? How is it served? I need to know. You went to a party and a big plate with a bull penis surrounded by crickets (laughs) came out? (laughs) Check out my charcuterie. You know what? That's actually, that's what it was. It was, it was, it was, it was a deep fried bull penis. And they surrounded by by grasshoppers, like crickets, and they were like deep fried too. And they were those those delicious. I cannot tell you. that was the best wow. taco I've ever had in my life. Note to self: If I'm going to a wedding in Mexico, don't get too drunk. <laughs> eat a peanut yeah, butter yeah. sandwich <laughs> before you go. <laughs> you know, you know, people even eat the warm, but it comes in the tequila and the mezcal. Like people eat that. Oh yeah, that's true. You know, like it's it's, it's and and you know this is the weirdest thing too. Like they gave me a taco. That it had like the mezcal warm, but which is like really white warm. Yeah, warm taco. Alive, like alive. When you when you pour the lime into it, those things move. 
Oh, boy. I don't know if I could do it, Frankie. Thanks for sharing yeah, yeah. that experience with us. So. You can do it. <laughs> Delicious. Try it. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. What a time to be a sports fan. You got basketball, NBA going on. Great cup this weekend in the CFL. NFL is in full swing. And the World Cup starts on Sunday, Jim. Mm-hmm. Boy, what a crap show this is turning into. <laughs> the stories of how much of a nightmare it's going to be are already leaking out of Qatar last week. Dad. Interesting place, Qatar. You know, first off, you know, allegedly the stadiums were all built by slaves. Not a good start. Uh, and now that we're seeing the fan zones and stuff like that, Taz, I don't know if you saw these pictures, but they came out last week, and they are basically a, a prison camp of all containers. Like, the shipping containers, they're all side by side. It looks like a, it looks like a prison camp. And the, the rooms are terrible. The beds are tiny. There's paper, literally paper doors separating the rooms from each other. And the laws in Qatar are very different. Some people might have a bit of a culture shock if they plan to go over there and have a good time because revealing clothing is considered inappropriate. So you got to be very careful about showing your arms and legs. Plus, public displays of affection, including holding hands and kissing, is not acceptable. Qatari law... Uh, forbids uh, sexual acts with people of the same sex or unmarried people. So if okay, you're, you're caught, tip. if you're caught hooking up with somebody you're not married to, find jail. Who knows? That's gonna make the World Cup kiss cam very interesting. <laughs> You have, you have to hold up your marriage license as the camera's on you? You have a, a couple kissing, uh, one second, and then you have the arrest cam. Yeah. <laughs> the kiss cam and then the kick to the head cam. Oh, yeah, it's not good. Okay, well, but soccer, it's fun to see all these countries competing against each other, and Canada is going to be one oh, of them. Also, no swearing uh-huh. or no middle finger, because no obscene language or gestures, no arguing with or insulting others in public. So you can't not, not even you can't even yell at the opposite team's fans in the streets. What about the players on the field? Because if you watch a sporting event, you'll often be able to do some lip reading, and there's some choice words that are used by athletes when when they're mid-game. True. And speaking of the sexual stuff, what if somebody's about to get subbed, subbed in on the sidelines and the coach pats his butt like, go get him, go get him, lad. And then is he immediately arrested? <laughs> I don't know. Or if you score a goal and you take your shirt off. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't know. But the soccer. <laughs> <laughs> World class. Yeah. Absolutely top it's of the line. It's going to be an exciting tournament and go Canada. Oh, no alcohol outside of the arenas. You can't purchase smokes or alcohol. <laughs> Sounds like a ton of fun. I'm going to be happy to watch it from the comfort of my couch yes. while I'm making out with my wife's sister. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Taz and Jim Podcast.